On this uh, Moonrunner Saga episode, I sat down and spoke with Matt Pless, a singer-songwriter that is a solo artist. Um, he does fantastic work, and everybody should check him out. This is Jay Dallas Binion coming to you live from Moonrunners uh, 10 in Chicago. I'm sitting here with Matt Pless. He performed yesterday on Saturday's set, uh, and he's a solo artist. Um, your set was phenomenal yesterday. I'd, I'd gotten to know you in recent times uh, with different um, people that you've performed with, and I was extremely excited to see your set. You were one of the earlier sets. You're fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You were one of the earlier sets of the day, and I made sure that I, I came here specifically to see your, your set, and it, it blew me away. Like you're, you're a profound artist for your, your writing, and like I, I thoroughly enjoyed your performance. What drew you to, towards that style of writing for, for your art? Um, well, thanks for saying you like it. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> it was, cool. It was a great time. Uh, thanks. Uh, glad you had fun. Uh, I don't know, I guess, like, I mean, how would you define my style of writing before I answer how I was drawn to it? I guess I have to know what you think it is first. There's a lot of sadness to it. There's a lot of archaic punk influences. Um, it, there's a lot of emotion uh, for the specific time frame. You could see where you were when you were writing it, um, especially crayons. That, would, that was, like, a super dark time frame it felt for yourself. Um, I'm, I'm not certain, like, that, that's, uh, it, it would have been about like that, uh, sorry. Um, I guess, uh, sorry. no, you're good. Uh, I guess, um, I would say what drew, what drew me to write, uh, in that way, well, I mean, if you're talking about lyrics, I mean, I, I have a lot of, my lyrics are very dense, and, um, sometimes I, get frustrated with that at this point in my life but when I was like younger you know I just started on this kind of like train of thought writing um, which was like I guess influenced by the beat poets and stuff I read a lot of beat poetry um, my mom read me poetry when I was growing up a lot so I guess just like a lot of poetry uh, really influenced the writing Bob Dylan and Bright Eyes and all that kind of thing um, I don't know really how I got to form my style of it. I just know what the influences were, which are the things I mentioned, kind of, plus whatever stuff. But I, it was like one day I just started writing and, and things started coming to me and it, it just clicked. I knew when there was a witty phrase or like a clever piece of like... Uh, Knowledge, like, uh, uh, like the formation of it. Yeah, it just like happened. It's a hard question to answer. I'm sorry. This is no, probably you're awful. fine. But, <laughs> um, it's, it's, um, it's the same on my level. No, <laughs> like, I just restarted this, so I... I don't have my footing or anything for it. It's it's kind of the same. I would feel for you that way back when when you decided to start recording and making your songs. I was oh I don't know. I, I just feel like you know anything you do if you really focus on something and put all your energy to something, no matter what it is, if you figure out what locks in with your personality and your your mind and your soul or whatever, you will. Um, you would you you will something spectacular is uh quite possible to have come out of it um 
I don't know. I, I, I think there's something to a song. I just wait for that spark that I feel, you know. It's like a spark. You just know it's there, and you know when it's a good riff or a good song or a good melody. And a lot of it's, like, rooted in, like, melancholy and sort of, mm-hmm. like, um, this sort of kind of, like, like sadness vibe. I, I do have a... I feel like there's, like, a little there's bit of sadness that's always sadness. with me. Like, uh, yeah, especially, like, the melodies for me, I think. Um, I've been going through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, going through a divorce currently. And I... That's the main reason why I stopped doing this. Uh, I didn't stop going to concerts. I just kind of delved into myself and had a lot of anxiety with just talking with people which I love to talk to people which is crazy that I would stop doing it and um, I I came to this festival specifically to push myself to do it again yeah, because sure. like I, I love to talk to people and I want something of this to happen like I don't I don't care if I originally I, I had the grandeur that I was going to like make money off the podcast to pay for concerts <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very realistic goal. Most people are like, I'm going to be the next Carson Daly. You're at least just like, you know. I just want to pay concerts. for concerts <laughs> so I can keep going at the same time. But, <laughs> I mean, I still go to concerts. But, yeah. no, I I, uh, I, I really like, I, I've gravitated a lot more towards the folk punk community because you're very open and welcoming and unnerving to yourselves. Like you have a lot, you have a lot of raw emotion going into it. That a lot of things have happened, and you need to talk about it. And as far as like folk punk goes, I, I feel like I don't know. I never tried to get into that or this scene. Um, I, you know, I've played shows in all kinds of scenes. Like you know, my fan base uh, is very. I think the folk punk section of it is the loudest. Like you know that they're there. Like you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of action on the internet with that, and people talking and sharing music and posting. So I think it seems very much like you know that is like what's going on. But like you know, I play. I mean, clearly I'm a punk metalhead. Yeah, so like, no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like on the, the sideline for the folk punk. No, I mean to derail your thought. No, I, 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 but like it's like uh, I feel like you know, I, I didn't. You asked, like, you know, what drew me to, like, my music and all my writing. It's, it, it, it wasn't folk punk that drew me to it. it just folk punk kind of found me. And um, I... Uh, it was the... It's there. I'll play for yeah. anybody as long as they're cool, you know? Uh, yeah, I, as, yeah, as I said, you were playing with my buddy Leo uh, in Youngstown. Yeah. He was your opener. Uh, yeah, and he's a totally different style than folk Yeah, and, like, I, I think that... I think you guys played together a couple times, uh, yeah. he said. But that's the thing for me, is I'm not interested in writing a song that's for, like, this or that scene. I'm interested in writing a good song for, like, the human experience. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like... I feel like if you take a song and, like, it sounds good naked, you can dress it up in any style you want, and it's going to always sound good. Like, yeah. you're trying to write good naked songs. That way you can turn into metal or, like, hip-hop or, like, you know, uh, blues or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. kind of style you want to throw behind it. Like, it'll always be a great song. So tapping into that sort of, uh, that little nucleus of, like, whatever it is, energy that makes a song just, like, you know, gives you goosebumps. That's what I'm trying to do, you know. What do you have current uh what uh do you have a new record out or um are you coming out with a new art record soon i do i have a new record out it's called uh cheap shots on the rocks it's a, a album i wrote mostly about a relationship that fell apart a couple years ago i recorded it a couple years ago uh but covid happened and i didn't want to just throw it out without being able to tour on it so sure. i just held it and waited for the world to start back up in some fashion and i just put it out so uh it's a little old. It's like two years old, the writing in it, um, but... Still there. Still raw. Yeah, yeah it's with a full band. I'm trying to organize a way to do a full band tour, 
but uh, it's just very tough to do with finances and like finding people who can do it and who want to spend time away from their families and jobs and sure. you know, getting a van, all that shit. I'm so very excited to see that. Just just from your performance there, like you have uh, an exponential, like crazy presence about you when you're performing. That's great. I'd like to see musicians with you. If you know anybody, <laughs> if you way, know anybody, I mean, it's, it's been very hard for me to find people. So really? I think Baltimore is a tough town for all of this. There's not really a scene for this in Baltimore. And you're native there? No, yeah. I'm, I, or I just really, right now? I was born there. You know, it's never been a hot spot for the stuff I do in any fashion. It's a I'm not a big fan of the, of the city as far as the, the, the art scene there goes. Um, and I'm not worried about getting in trouble for that either later. That's how much I don't care about it. It's kind of so, how Cleveland is. Cleveland. Like, it, it, it's, it's got a thriving scene, but not anything that's like really welcoming, it seems. Yeah, it's welcoming in Baltimore for certain styles of stuff. There's a, there's a very big uh, avant-garde scene there for music, I feel like. you know, And they're, you know, I'm just not fitting into that. I think my stuff can sound a little too... It's like my stuff is a little too mainstream for the really out there stuff, but it's a little too uh, gritty and like quirky for the mainstream. Certainly. So it's kind of ha- it's got its own little thing going on there, which is cool with me. That's how I kind of am as a person, so <laughs> it makes sense. Um, but uh, um, yeah, uh, so there's a full band on it, and uh, as far as beyond that, I'm doing. I have a whole new album written uh, that I think is going to be more acoustic roots based this time. Um, I'd like to find a producer for it that's a... a, a Fitting for it. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to actually do it like a, a little bit more professionally. Forgive me, but I feel like I'd like to, I'd like to kind of get another ear in on my songs and sort of yeah. get it more... Because I'm a kind of chaotic kind of person as far as like... Learn where s- your brain's at for those for those tunes yeah well that's the thing I'll write like so many different styles of stuff like I got some like you know, jazzy stuff I got some like punk stuff I got some alternative pop and mm-hmm. like acoustic blues roots you know, it's a, there's a lot and a lot of times it all goes on one album and doesn't really have a complete flow which is kind of cool with me but like maybe I kind of want to make this one have a little more of a I mean even on this last one I did that was like electric with a full band there's still like four acoustic tracks on there that are just completely like you know raw so I just can't help just like spread myself around um, so also, that'll be your fifth album uh, oh, with, with them and then the sixth this when you is, finish that? Uh, no, this album is like the eighth album. Eighth? Yeah, I've uh, I've got albums out that people are just like, I, I guess, because Tumbleweed and uh, Catch Me If You Can got so popular in the folk punk scene, I think they kind of like dwarf everything else. There's mm-hmm. like, there's stuff that I put out before those came and that before people knew who I was on that circuit, so I don't think they get quite as much attention, but there's... Just still building yourself. Uh, yeah, I probably got of. like 150 songs I've written up on the internet and places, so there's a lot out there. Um, but yeah, I got a whole new album done that I need to go record, and I have I'm I'm working on this hip hop kind of like, uh, poppy best summer ever rap stuff. I don't know what it's gonna. It's it's you heard some of it yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's I, I'm having fun with that. I like I want to do something. I'm interested like to see how that turns. Like that that would be a, a good pivot for a moment uh, to see that exploration there. Yeah, I just like doing different stuff. Like I did a whole psychedelic folk album. No one really knows about either. That's sitting on Instagram. Spotify, it's called Call It Art. I mm-hmm. mean, there's, I'm not really interested in being a genre artist. I really want to be a good artist, whatever that means. Which means just put out your content that you want, like the the best for yourself. It's, yeah, it's not just like in one one cash. Like, I've never been the kind of guy who wants to write for a crowd. Mm-hmm. I've never been interested in that. I've never, I've never been able to because I don't. Like I said, I want to feel that goosebumps with something and if I'm into something no matter what it is whether it's popular 
uh, right now in a certain subculture or not. Like, if it's giving me goosebumps, and I'm like, okay, I want to write this. I don't care if it's not fitting into, like, the old-timey sound or, like, you know, the... Uh, this is know. where it needs to be currently, and it doesn't matter what yeah. it fits into. Yeah, yeah, like, wherever. And that's what I think I was thinking about yesterday, like, as far as in the punk scene, like, I think one thing that's cool that I'm happy with um, is in my progression in that culture uh, since, like, I guess this is 10 years of really being very immersed in... Uh, this DIY subculture and not just watching it go from like um, the Planet X Records days to like mm-hmm. the Ramshackle Glory times to like days and days and now to like you know uh, the old timey stuff that's coming up now it's like seeing this sort of progression ebbs and flows yeah, yeah. But I've remained kind of consistent in it I've never gotten like you know oh my god the new huge guy mm-hmm. but like I've been like kind of just like there which I kind of like I loved your joke yesterday that you you hit a million uh, plays on Spotify they gave you a phone uh, a gold plated phone to record on yeah yeah you know, like, uh, <laughs> platinum cell phone for platinum cell phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um no that was like to me that's like a cool thing it's like you know it's not like you know the most it's not the least but you yeah. know, it's cool to me I'm just like sick you know it's, some, it's nice to see that there's, there's many folk that, that like, know Oh, yeah, Thank you. I appreciate that. For sure. Okay. Yeah, but like, um, what makes what was the one show that uh, solidified you kind of as like a concert junkie that you would want to continue that as your life? Like that that that's kind of what what you emulated that you wanted to be for. Ah, uh, or what's the most memorable show? Either way. I mean, there wasn't really a a show that I saw that, uh, I remember being at the power plant when I was a little kid in Baltimore, this, like, weird, like, thing, uh, that had, like, I remember seeing this skeleton that was a mechanical skeleton that was talking as we went through this, like, haunted house area, and, like, there was, like, a magician there and stuff, and I remember being, like, four or five and thinking, and thinking that I wanted to make, I wanted to be an entertainer, and I remember Mm -hmm. going home and making this, like, haunted house out of cardboard boxes and paper and stuff and making fire and drawing this whole thing out for my parents to come watch me make this haunted watch me put this haunted house show on in the basement um but as far as like shows i'd say this is not very interesting but there was this local band called bulbous many many years ago in baltimore i went to their show at the local church hall and there was like six like you know other girlfriends dancing in front of the stage and like five people just hanging out like looking like arms folded music just snobs. staring at it yeah. and like uh, they were not a good band they were pretty bad and young but at that moment I remember thinking I was like wow I want to like do this I, I, like I, I used to like the monkeys too it's, I it's, it's the feeling that you get from the performance yeah. or, or just the crowd like just being with people just the whole vibe like, I, was like, yeah. I, I, like, I like selling merch that's homemade I like passing out like flyers I, I liked all that kind of idea I, I liked the monkeys when I was a kid like in third grade I used to want to be like them in a band and I used to cut out records out of, tape, out of paper and put them in sleeves out of paper and put my name on it as like the artist and like, mm-hmm. I used to write little songs in class and just hum them and snap my fingers and sing the lyrics without any like uh, instruments anything yeah, yeah I, just, I just was always kind of wrapped up in it like doing creative stuff and so yeah I don't really have it it wasn't a concert specifically but just the, the whole vibe of like you know rock and roll uh, I get it I, I didn't know if there was like a specific like crazy crazy experience that you had beforehand I'm, I saw Prince live once that was an awesome show um, that I missed I like- sadly the tail end of that interview got cut short I am going to be recording more with uh, better quality and better editing uh, in this coming time frame, and I hope people give me a chance to check it out and come back and listen to my stuff.
Uh, thanks for checking me out. I'm John Binion, and you can find me at TalesPod uh, on Instagram or Tales from a Concert Junkie on Instagram or any of the socials. It's all the same pretty much for me. Um, if you have any random questions you want to ask me, go ahead and um, hit me up there. I'm pretty, pretty accessible. And uh, have a great day.